Quick roster note, as we mentioned, just waiting for other little moves that were going to happen. Two-way deal for forward Chris Tierney, mm-hmm. one-year contract. He played with Timo uh, last two seasons yeah. in San Jose, 29 years old. We just mentioned about having some security blankets here. Sure. Um, he, he, he's been in a, he's been in a Stanley Cup Finals on a roster across his career. Think about how many games he's played total at the NHL level. He bounces up and down. Um, I, I just like it. I, I think the yeah. same way we talk about having young players that are developing that maybe could get a call up at some point. I think it's good to have just like at the pro level. I want to have a veteran sure, that I know is giving some balance and experience. He's down there. played with great players, you yeah. know, in, in his career. He's 29 years old. You know, he hasn't had. You know the turn your head crazy type of season, obviously for a, for a kid that's twenty nine. But right. I think it's a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar deal, if I'm not mistaken, something so. around there. So listen, it's a great depth signing, and I think an important depth signing on a two way deal, hundred yeah. percent. Let's talk about then um, before we get into the expectations for this team right now, which only seem to be getting higher mm. in the off season. The Devils are also going to participate in the prospects challenge up in Buffalo. This is normally, they, they're not always involved in this. They've no. been another team folded in. Buffalo hosts it. They have uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins are in there. Ottawa Senators. Ottawa Boston Senators Bruins, are in yeah. there. Bruins. The Devils are going to be a part of it as well. September 15th to the 18th. Some chance. We're trying to be representing the Devils Puck Luck podcast awesome. up there and giving you some firsthand accounts of what's going on. This, I think, is really fun and important because it's going to be all the young players. Yeah. It's just an opportunity to see not only how they stack up, because I think beyond that, it's an opportunity to see the other young talent around the league. And a lot of these guys have crossed paths at the collegiate level. Sure. They've crossed paths at the AHL level. I think this is fun. Like This is the kind of thing that teams should do more often. It's akin to what the NFL has completely gotten away from with preseason games. Mm-hmm. But now they start to do shared practices, right? crossover scrimmages. I think it's just important, even if it's at a fun level, to see these guys play together. Mm-hmm. The prospect challenge is awesome. It's a, like you said, it's a great way just to see this young, talented roster. You know, all the prospects coming up to be involved. I think is a great thing. Like you said, yeah. you know, especially we're going to see Ottawa Centers too. Ottawa Centers are one of the youngest teams in the league as well, and they have a very, very, very good young roster as well. So it's going to be exciting. I think that there should be a lot more things in the NHL, similar to the NBA and similar to the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know how they kind of structure. You know, they're off seasons. Yep. You know, it's there was a couple people on social media that actually brought up, you know, the NBA summer summer leagues. Yep. Like, should the NHL do something, you know, that's similar to it? I don't necessarily think the NHL should have all their star players in that summer league. I think it be, should be more geared toward the up and coming, the prospects. You well, know, and that is, yeah, so the summer, summer league, league like is structured that way, essentially. It's, it's all the rookies, usually. Some of the higher-profile ones won't necessarily play, you know, top-end draft picks. Sure. But then you also get kids that are in that 22 to 25 range. They've maybe played at the G League level. They've been called up for stints, and you're trying to figure out where you're going to sure. fit in. By the way, like, just a reality here about the prospects challenge and about the idea of doing something additionally if you're the NHL. It is about making money. Oh, sure. Like, it's it about revenue. It's about giving. But, but it's about making yourself a year-round sport. And, yeah, that's hard for hockey, being a cold-weather sport. You know, even these arenas yes. in the off-season, in the heat of the summer, it does take a lot more to keep the, the facility running, to keep the way it needs to be. But if you did selectively, now Vegas would be arguably the worst-case scenario in the summer, but go to Canada, right? Like, go someplace where the weather is still going to be relatively cool, give a good opportunity, and give a great experience for the fan base. That's what I think as much as anything about these young players and seeing them, it's just give another touch point for fan bases mm-hmm. to come out, 
to meet players, to see some young talent, and, sure. and just to have some fun. So I think it's important for growing the sport of oh, hockey yeah. overall. Similar to this too, maybe just doing like a tournament, you know, just a, a quick two-week tournament, you know, with the younger prospects you- and everything, or picking like five to ten prospects from each organization and putting it together in a tournament. The problem is, obviously, like you said, the financial aspect. NBA, um, NFL, MLB, obviously there's going to be a lot more money there just because of the sports and how they're structured, obviously. Um, but it, it would be fun, you know? And, and I think it's a way, like you said, maybe you just have like four different regions with a tournament and then, uh, you know, the championship very, in a different location. Very interesting to think about. Like there's a couple, I mean, this is a complete tangent here, but like the idea of, okay, each team sends, you know, two or three of their young, talented players that you like. And it's a skills competition. It's akin to an all-star game, but with a little bit more incentive, mm-hmm. right? A little more three-on-three action, whatever it is. But a way that that minimizes what the lift is for teams individually and then maximizes what yeah. the exposure is. So there, there's some real things there. Maybe that's something that we talk about in the offseason because um, it is something you want to see grow. And as you mentioned with other professional sports, it's just it has to be on the scale that makes yeah. sense for what the league is making from a profit standpoint right now. Not for nothing, but these are the things that obviously we're going to be talking about during the offseason. We're going to be with you all offseason, too. We want to make sure everybody knows that we're going to be here the whole time. So, listen, if you guys have any ideas, any thoughts, you know, on different types of tournaments, offseason games yeah, you can do with prospects, it, it'd be cool to see what people think on that. And not to mention, we have some big news coming up probably at the beginning of next week that we'll be announcing. Um, and then, uh, additionally... I think we are going to do, I don't know if we've mentioned this on the podcast, Danny and I have talked about looking back mm-hmm. at some of the best games this past season for individual performances, overall team performances, historical performances, right? This is the opportunity as the Devils are ascending in this moment to go back and think about the different eras of the team when they had that almost season, yeah. the one prior, and then the next year was that extra big mm-hmm. step forward for them. Let me ask you one more quick question because now you got me on this. The NBA just announced this upcoming season that they're going to be doing an in-season tournament. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be, you're going to play, it's going to be folded right into the regular schedule. It's going to play towards your overall season record. The NHL is very much akin to European soccer in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. If you think about it fundamentally, if you want to try to introduce someone to the game, is there any world where you think that, that the NHL would benefit from doing an in-season tournament that's rewarded with a trophy? Because that's what the NBA is doing. And while it's being speculated it's a pure money grab for the NBA. For the NHL, though, I actually think like it would be a money, it would be money based as well, but I think it would actually benefit them in a different way because it'd be like, hey, give playoff intensity hockey for a sample of games throughout the year, especially for maybe like the smaller market teams, for teams that don't draw big crowds. They could actually increase this opportunity. If you're a back-end league team, you might be able to spike profits over the course of a six extra bonus games. It's an interesting conversation. You know, it's something I've actually thought about too. I think that if they do that, it has to be my thought. It almost has to be, (laughs) it almost has to be like an Olympic break. You know, it's where you have, there needs to be time in between that, you know, and you worry about injuries, you know, you worry about. But you fold into a regular season. So it's going to count towards the regular season. Exactly. That's what NBA does too. NBA, everything that they're doing with this upcoming, with their schedule is, I think it's a total of six games throughout the season. They all count towards the 82. The only additional one is the final, which would be an 83rd game for those two teams. Those stats don't count towards the season. All the other stats, everything else goes right into the record. So it doesn't change anything. It's a very soccer-esque type of thing. Exactly. And and, and NBA, it's like, you know, everyone always talks about they should have relegation. It's like, you know, leagues aren't sending teams down. Once you've established that you're making professional level, you know, income it's, and, and revenue. It's interesting. Why not? You know, exactly. it's, it's, it's why not see what happens when you do it? It's it's cool because it's going to be more hype towards the NHL season, you know, kind of like how the NBA is going to have it. 
And for the NBA, it's a little bit different, right? Because there's players that are going to sit out to get some time. Sure. So now if you structure the schedule correctly around this little mini in-season tournament. And you know what you do as well? This is we're, we're, we're making history right now. This is great. You go ahead and you do that tournament in the first half of the season. And the finals and semifinals and finals are at the All-Star break. Everybody gets time off. The league gets time off. A couple of teams, you know, four teams will play an extra two games at that All-Star break. And that's the only difference here. And then you just adjust those team schedules accordingly, right? Because at the, at the All-Star break, the way the NBA does it now as well, by the way, at the All-Star break, they reset where they want certain games to be played. The schedule doesn't get released until that point. So if you participate in the semifinals and finals for the NHL in this in-season tournament, you don't see a game for the first week coming out of the All-Star break to make sure you also get that rest. If they did that, that would be like two, three seasons ahead. They'd have to really prep and prepare for that. We do it now. We start in October. That's going to be a very tough thing for the NHL to do, I think. I'll figure it out pretty quickly. I'll go ahead and (laughs) It's cool. Listen, it's a great topic of conversation, you know, because there's a lot of different things they can do. And like you said, obviously, hockey players, European players, they're very keen to what is going on in the soccer world across the, the world. You know, so it's... It's interesting. I think it's a very, uh, I think it's a good idea.